Welcome to the Daily Hedquist X Podcast Challenge, and I'm your host, Rob Hedquist. I'm putting this podcast out on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and I'm coming live to you from several different locations throughout Seattle. Today's episode 53 of the Consecutive Daily Challenge ends titled Memories and Wisdom from Family. In today's episode, I'm going to feature several impromptu interviews with members of those who I consider to be my family. I went down memory lane today as I attended the USC versus University of Washington football game. As a note, it was the 40th anniversary of when I first walked down the tunnel at Husky Stadium as a member of the Pac-10 and Rose Bowl champions, USC. I was joined by a number of great people in my life, all who have been there to support me in both triumph and at times agony. All have deep and remarkable character and have known the same. So I capitalized on this and the result is a team interview on the way to the game as well as one quick interview during the game. I hope you enjoy these as much as I did putting them together because there's some great tidbits inside each one. As they are live at times, you'll hear some background noise and it may be tough to hear the interviewee, but please hang in there and don't let it dissuade you as the content is really, really quality. All right, here I am with my uh, my brother Dave and my good friend uh, Dave Meyerson. We're on our way to the uh, USC Husky football game today, and we're in the car. So we're just going to do a quick prompt, impromptu in, uh, interview with a couple of guys that have been incredibly successful in life in a number of different measures. So I'm just going to uh, ask some questions, and either one of them can respond as we go along here. Not giving it a lot of thought, but just kind of talking off the cuff. So um, first question I'm going to throw out, you guys answer it one at a time or both at the same time is like, what, what do you attribute your success to in life? How have you gotten to the place that you're at? And, and maybe you just give the listeners a little bit more information about yourself. So here it is. Dave Myerson, go ahead. Uh, let's see. I would say persistence. I think that's probably the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, got to keep plug in when things are going well and keep plugging when things aren't okay so so what is it specifically about persistence that you think is so crucial well I think it's about I don't know it's about having faith in yourself and knowing that uh, you know regardless of the challenges you may be facing at the moment you're you're ultimately going to be able to kind of figure your way through it okay well, I think most people would say, like, look, man, you've got an incredible background. You know, you were a Marine officer for a number of years, highly successful in the Corps, made the transition into the civilian environment, have been successful in the in, in not only business, but also in the corporate business world as well. And so some people may look at you and say, man, you didn't have a lot of challenges. That must have been easy for you. So how would you respond to that particular kind of comment? Huh. Well... I mean, I think I think everybody has uh, the challenges. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't go without challenges. And you know, whether they're challenges on a personal or a professional front. So I would, you know, I think everybody has. There's the real answer is how you how you respond to it. Right, right, right. And so, so let me switch gears over to the other Dave, my brother Dave, who has had an incredibly successful career, a little bit different. Started early on in life by starting up his own ambulance company when he was 19, and has dovetailed that to a very successful company now called MedFlight One. So, 
Dave, how do you, uh, how do you, what are your thoughts as it relates to success and being able to move forward in life? Great question, Rob. I think that um, the secret to success is surrounding yourself with uh, healthy, positive family, friends, and uh, people that you work with that, that really are on the same path and mission that you have. Um, Show. All right, that's great. Awesome, awesome. I love it. So, what do you see, both of you guys? I want you to think of a little bit now. You know, if you were to kind of project yourself out to the next five years of your life, where do you where do you want to be, and what are the next major steps that you want to take to get there? Wow. Um, I think from my perspective, it's it's. Uh, you know, kind of finishing up a, a, a kind of the corporate career I've had, and and then transitioning into a, a career where I'm I'm giving more back, and uh, you know, uh, kind of giving some of the benefits I've had and some of the lessons I've learned back to back to uh, community and and schools and things of, of that nature. Okay, what, what's that look like specifically for you, Dave? Ah, uh, for me. I mean, as you know, you know, I, I, I enjoy coaching and, um, you know, would uh, would like to kind of pivot into coaching football and, and baseball at a high school level, you know, in addition to, you know, some of the more commercial interests I have, but, you know, spending a good chunk of my time focused there is, is what I hope to do. Awesome. Okay, great. How about uh, the other Dave, brother Dave? Well, I think the next five years are most importantly spent before business with my two boys and make sure that they continue to grow up and and be uh, turn into continue to be great boys and turn into fine young men and be chivalrous and be uh, giving and be empathetic and all the all the great things that, that a lot of people struggle with so and um, after that I can focus on more on business and that comes second to me okay all right, well that's that's good, that's good, Davey. So I, I know I know for you that you know you've got this huge value around around raising your boys, and you spend a lot of time with them, and um, effectively everything you do in your life, you you is focused around them. And so to me, that seems like that's a value that that came to you early on in your life. What do you attribute that value of family and creating that sense of family? What do you attribute that to? Well, my believing it, believe is you're really a product of your upbringing. So it's my parents. I had a, uh, two parents that were married one time to each other and, and really showed us, the kids, that they were very much in love. And it was a loving, warm household. And I think that I was really gifted with that because I think most people are not. And so I, I attribute it to that. I, I, I learned all those things from my father and my mother. And, um, and that's just it's, so it's it's not a chore or difficult for me to try to pass that on to my boys. But it is a struggle. It's not a struggle. It's it's work. You have to work and you have to work and you have to work. It's not you just don't tell your boys or your daughter to be kind to others and to open the door for others and to say thank you and to say please and write thank you cards. I mean, who does that anymore? We spend a lot of time on yeah. that and, and you don't send emails all the time. Sometimes you you take ink to the paper and you put yeah. a stamp on it. Yeah. And, and that's something I learned from my parents. And 
So to answer your question, you know, it's how I was raised. And I think all of my kids, my, the siblings that I have, uh, follow that as well. So I think I was truly blessed because I think others, they're not, they're not at fault. They just, they did, not everybody has that opportunity because they weren't raised that way. And um, so there you go. Okay, good. So let me, let me switch uh, gears here. And I think it's, uh, you know, everybody has what I like to call an internal ethos that they establish around themselves and around their life. And that's really drives them. So if you guys were to be able to sum up for me what your internal ethos was when in a couple of sentences, um, what would that be? Well, I think uh, for me, you, you always have to have a mission. And, and I think your mission changes at different stages in life. Uh, and, and you have to be focused on it. So as Dave mentioned, you know, if, if you're a parent, uh, as I am too, very similar, you know, that's, that's your mission for a period of time. And then, you know, you take it from mission to mission. And I think you take those missions and then you apply it to kind of who you are, uh, who you want to be, and, uh, you know, kind of the example you want to set for not only your kids, but for people around you. And, mm -hmm. So that's, you know, kind of a nutshell how I approach it is, right. you know, there's an objective. How do I get there and how do I get there in a way that I think is kind of true to how I think about things? Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Brother Dave. I think you wake up in the morning and, and you're guided by your own internal compass. And I think that that comes from a lot of the things I just talked about. And um, surround yourself with... with um, whether it's your employees or your friends and family, those are healthy folks. And and whether it's your going to church or spending time with quality, healthy individuals, and, and, and that'll help put you and send you down the right path. I think that um, I think many of us have, have spent time with people that aren't healthy in our lives, and and you know that's that's something I don't choose to do anymore. And so once again. Put it and focus all your energy in, into the good and do the best you can. And, uh, you wake up every day and, and just put as much time and effort into it as you can. Yeah. Okay, good. So, you know, a lot of people out there um, in, in life, you know, struggle with challenges. And um, sometimes it's hard to see a clear path forward when you're in the middle of a challenge. So can, can you guys kind of relay to the listeners today one big challenge that you've had in your life that you've been able to successfully move through and maybe talk a little bit about how you moved through that challenge, what that challenge was, and then how you moved through it? Brother Dave, you want to go first on this one? You're going to pass on that one for right now. Okay, my other, my other Dave. Well, I, know, I think there's been a lot of them, but, I, you know, maybe trying to pick, uh, you know, something kind of more recent. You know, as I kind of, as I mentioned uh, before, you know, you kind of have missions, right? So at this stage in my life, uh, you know, mission of kind of getting my three kids uh, to the best people they can be and the most opportunities they can have, um, you know, similar to what uh, Brother Dave said earlier. Uh, I think, you know, my youngest uh, really struggling with uh, anxiety issues and, and things like that was a uh, was a big challenge and I think it took a it took a long time for 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 him to have the courage to come out and and, and uh, you know let me know that and let my wife know that uh, you know he uh, he was a uh, transgender 
and right. and coming to you know, and that's not something that I necessarily have a had a problem with, but it, it was something that I never really had been close to or right. uh, you know had had to deal with, and I think uh, it was quite new uh, for me. And you know, you love your kids, so no matter what, you're going to do what's best for for them. But I think you know it forces you to kind of go back to brass tacks and you know look at things that maybe. Uh, you've never had to look at before and look at them through different eyes. And I think, right. you know, actually for me, uh, was a, a tremendous growth experience, to be honest. Right. You know, uh, you know, I think we all think we know how we would react in certain circumstances or how we feel about certain things. And, and, and until you're kind of faced with it at that level with, you know, somebody you unconditionally love, it's mm-hmm. a difficult, uh, you don't know how you're going to be. Right. And so I think, you know, that, that for me was a, you know a recent challenge and uh, one that uh, I think I'm better for. Well, I've watched you you know navigate that day, and we've obviously had many conversation around it, man. I just can't even uh, tell you how inspiring it's been to watch you move through that and how you've really showed up for Sammy and Sammy's life and and uh, the amount of support and love that you've you've given to him and. And his process of, of transitioning, it's been amazing to watch, man, and really, really inspiring. So I appreciate um, that. No, you know, I, I think that, uh, you, you know, I know the challenge of, of, of a situation with, with, with my own son, Robert, who I love immensely, and, and his diagnosis with autism, and, and how that challenge, when it shows up in your life, seems like one thing, and then all of a sudden it just turns into these, like, amazing blessings that you're able to... to capitalize on in your own life and see things from a different perspective and um, increase different levels of your life where you thought you may have had knowledge that before but really you didn't until you've gone through an experience um, that may at the time seem like it rocked your world a little bit but actually ended up being one of the best experiences you've ever had and so that's been I know the truth for me and I know it's been the truth for you as well not that you had a challenge around uh, Sammy, but but certainly a challenge uh, as it relates to your own life. So, Brother Dave, you got anything that you, you want to say on challenges? Because, I mean, even from a business perspective, you know, I've seen you take this company of yours that started off as just a thought and idea, and you've expanded it into a significant area of growth that has, you know, been incredible to watch and see that was just based upon a thought and a vision and and you've created an incredible company and reorged it at times to to better maximize profits coming out of it for yourself and creating your future and anything you want to say around around that as it being a challenge and bringing it to the success successful places at today I I think that my business that comes easy to me and I think that um a lot of times you're just being in the right place at the right time. A lot of it has to do with who you are and, and the time and effort you put into your business. And the biggest challenge to me in the last three years has been my divorce. Mm, okay. And um, you know, I think we all have a, you know, we take things for granted. And 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 I know that was the case with with when I I had a, a beautiful family and a, a wonderful wife and and young children and. Uh, an older stepson who's amazing. He is amazing, and um, and then one day you wake up and that's not there anymore. And so for whatever reason, good or bad or indifferent, people get divorced, right? And so, but the bottom line is you wake up and life, as you know, it has changed. And so going from work, which were long, hard days like most of us do, especially as a business owner, 
know, you go to work, it's dark, you come home and it's dark, and, and but when you get that, when that divorce happens, you have that separation of household, you realize, I didn't spend enough time with my children, I didn't probably give the energy into my marriage that I should have, and you know, we just kind of, it's just, it's every day we wake up and we put our shoes on, so you just, if you put the right shoe on, it's probably the right shoe every morning, and that's the way it is with your, your family and your friends, sometimes you have to get that taken away from you, unfortunately, to become a better partner, a better father, and maybe better to your friends and your employees. And so I think um, before it comes to work, I think, you know, you go to the office and you're, as, you're only as successful as you are in your personal life. If you go to work unhappy, then, then everybody sees that and you have that energy in your office. And so I think you just have to, you know what, go to work being happy in life. Right. And uh, I think that's most important. And, and so that, that's been the biggest challenge for me and I've overcome that. And, and um, I still have a wonderful family and and it's just that we're not all, we're not all together all the time. So, right. and, and I think work's like that. You can't always be with your your employees and your and your staff, but you gotta make sure that they know that you're there and you're there for them. Doesn't matter if you're across the world or across town. Yeah. So that's that's really great. So I mean, how how do you instill that in the in your employees that work for you within a company? Because that's a hard trait to instill, and for your companies to really feel that. So how have you done that, Dave? Because that's a great thing for listeners to be aware of how to do something like that. I think that a lot of times it's out of your control. The, the, you, you do the best job you can, and you, you lead by example. And so. Um, treat people how you want to be treated and I don't care what company or how big or how small it is it's employees are difficult because there's just a lot of employees you can't make happy at any cost because they're not happy in life mm. and that's what we're talking about okay um, and then you get that occasional rock star you don't even need to they're already thinking ahead of you they're already doing it things in front of you that and, and you're always impressed with them every day so maybe you lean on those people to help you out and and um and and put energy and optimism and and a smile into every day at work that's not easy to do and it it doesn't happen every day so i think once again i think i think in summer you treat other people how you want to be treated and do the best you can Awesome. Great, great. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And then, so Dave, just, you know, you've worked with uh, Dave Myerson, I should say, you've worked with teams for years now and, yep. and and had successful teams underneath you. So how do you take care of your teams and what do you do to make sure that your team members feel, feel valued in the process and know that uh, they're valued from an organizational and a, and, and a leadership perspective from your end? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's some simple things that, that matter, and I know Dave mentioned to uh, a, a few of them. But I think the most important thing is, as a leader of any type of team, you know, the folks on that team need to know that uh, you actually care about the people on that team. And as Dave said, you're there for them. And, you know, if people know that you think about them uh, before you think about yourself, and you demonstrate that for people, you know, people people will rally. I think it's 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 about it's about the little things uh, that go a long way. You know, it's about checking in with the person on the far end on the right 
you know, and nothing too dramatic, but just making sure you're having a, an interaction with somebody and you know they exist and they know you know, and you know, and, and being there for your employees when times are tough, you know, whether it be from a work perspective or whether it be personal in their lives, I think, you know, it's, it's a matter of just people knowing you care and respect for them and, and you're going to do what you can. I mean, I think it, it ties to like a broader principle that Dave was talking about is, I mean, a lot of life is about reciprocity, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not what's in it for you. It's, it's, you know, what do you need and what do I need and, and how do we work together to get what we both need? And right. I think, you know, whether it's a negotiation or whether it's how you deal with an employee on a day-to-day basis, I think that's kind of a fundamental principle, right. you know, is that, uh, you know, you try to make every interaction you have positive for both sides as much as you possibly can. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I appreciate you, both of you guys, so much. Um, you know, I think that uh, today, even more so than perhaps in, in, in former years, you know, we kind of get to define wh- who our family is and what our family looks like. And, and obviously, my brother Dave and I are tied as blood brothers together. And uh, it's amazing. And then my other brother, Dave Meyerson here, we're tied together with, a, with just massive history um, from the, from the Marine Corps. So, so is, I have to think about that ah, one. Ah. Uh, I don't know, Dave, what comes to your mind? Well, I'm not quite sure, Robbie, what you're asking for. If you want, if you're just trying to get a little, you want me to throw you under the bus a little bit? Cause mm. you got a great story you want to talk about. No, uh, no, no under the bus, please. No, I think that, you know, Rob has led his life a lot like he did it eating contest when he was a kid he just jumped in and devoured that and just you know <laughs> took every bite and lick he could to win that competition and and uh i think you won the pie eating contest i don't think that was me i think we both probably won our own age groups you're quite a bit older than i am and so you had your own your own category there but um you you take a life like that you just you've t- attacked it and you've you've uh now, you didn't necessarily put, push the other kid over that was eating the pie next to you, but um, that's uh, we had some great times and fun times, and, and we both shared separate difficult times, and that, that's what we've been talking about. We've, you know, we learn from great times in life, and we also learn from from dark times in our life, and and I think we all have had those. Um, and so, you're the oldest in the family, you're quite a bit older than I am. But, um, but you wouldn't know you wouldn't know it from looking at Dave. I'm just I'm just saying that. Just you know, just want to clarify. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. But, but in every way, I've always looked up to you and, and my other siblings, and um, as well as my parents, obviously. And, and um, so anyway, that's uh, that's it. There's some fun stories. I'm just not going to share. Right I appreciate it, but you know, uh, I think uh, you know, Rob. From my perspective. I think a lot of the stories are you bailing me out of certain situations. So uh-huh. I don't, I don't know if you wanna, if you wanna share any of those because I think you know when I think back over the years, the the things that strike me, I mean there are you know there, there's there's you know certain incidents in certain parking lots with certain people and things like that. <laughs> but uh, but uh-huh. what I what I remember most is um, you know the, being stranded on the side of the road somewhere in Washington when I was supposed to be in Japan uh, and calling Rob at 
whatever time it was and him driving a couple hours to pick me up. Uh, you know, things like that. There's quite a few of those in my mind. So I don't, I don't know what you had in mind there, Rob. Well, I don't know. What I was trying to get at, guys, really is like, like look, I think that um, all three of us have had um, great success in our lives. And more importantly, we've all had challenges we've been able to move through. But in every challenge that I've ever been able to move through, both of you have been incredibly deep support systems for me and helping me to be able to move through that. And, um, you know, I, I can't tell you how much and how deeply that I appreciate uh, the love and friendship between us because I wouldn't have been able to get through those dark times really without you guys because some of them are some pretty dark times, as you well know. And uh, without you guys, it wouldn't have been possible. And so, you know, as we're heading to the Husky Stadium now to see the USC UW game, it's kind of uh, uh, amazing to me because, um, as I told told you guys when I first walked, got in the car today, I mean, 40 years ago, I mean, holy smokes, 40 years ago, that's incredible. You know, I was walking onto the field um, wearing the USC Trojan uh, uniform um, as part of the Trojan team, and now to be going to the game 40 years later to be sitting in a nice luxury suite um, that my brother Davey scored the tickets on. Um, nice you know, score, Dave, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. Feels like a real, real blessing to me. And, um, I, you know, I want to thank thank you guys both for, for the opportunity to be here with me today on, on what's kind of a milestone. 40, 40 years is, uh, is a, bit, a couple of minutes here and there. So thank you guys both for your love and support through the years and being here today with me. I, it's greatly appreciated, man. I love you guys. Yeah, man. Any, any, any closing comments for the listeners today? Yeah, I think for me, um, I just want to shout out to the listeners. Robbie's being very modest. Not only was it SC Trojan, this is a guy that was an All-American, highly, I think the number one recruit out of high school in the entire nation his high school year. And he took six visits because that's the top amount of visits I think you can take. Had an appointment to the Air Force Academy, Notre Dame, the Cougars, which I'm not, listen, don't take this wrong, but I'm not sure who would go there. The Huskies, the Huskies, which I think that I would have loved to see Rob go, and Notre Dame, which is one of the favorites, I think. Uh, but USC is a favorite of mine as well. Uh, we have other family that went there and, and uh, a lot of friends. So, um, and then Rob become a highly decorated Marine Corps officer. Uh, and that, Recon that, Marine. That, so let's get that in there too. Okay. And, uh, nice that's guys. something I can't relate to, but Dave and Rob are... Um, it's all yeah it's actually all classified so i can't talk about it <laughs> but um anyway love you rob love happy, you too brother this was unscripted and, and a yeah. surprise happy to participate yeah that's good unscripted so dave Myerson, any last minute comments brother no i think uh, yeah kind of a, a great conversation i think i think the uh, and kind of the theme through it i think at the end of the day is is uh you know you take care of the people you care about and if you stick together with, with the people that matter to you, you know, the rest of the stuff falls into place. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think that's kind of, if I were to kind of summarize it all in my mind, that's kind of, I think, the big theme. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I agree with you 100%. So thanks again, guys, for kind of this impromptu uh, podcast episode that we'll put out a little bit later on today. We may sh- do some shout-outs during the game because that's always a bit fun. But uh, thank you both for... for like I said, for being here with me today. And uh, actually, 
I want to thank you both for being so such an integral part of my life and helping me to have a much more a life that's much more full because you guys are both in it. So thanks a lot, yeah, and uh, we, I, I just appreciate you both. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to continuing the dialogue perhaps later in the game, and if not, but uh, thanks again, guys. Sure. So I'm I'm here at Husky Stadium with my good friend Christopher Mendez. We already talked to the Dave and Dave's earlier on the podcast. I'm going to continue it here. My discussion with him. One of my great all-time friends here. I've known him for over 20 years. Former Army officer, business professional, brought his dream to life by coaching the University of Washington boxing team. He was just relaying to me a story that he provided the University of Washington crew team. So I'm going to turn it over to Christopher to tell that story because it's so applicable in life. And I just want you all to hear from him. So here's my good friend, Christopher. Fantastic. And for the record, we are playing the Trojans today and having some good luck, Rob. Yeah, well, we're after it already, man. We're down by seven, but we're a comeback. All right, all right. Comeback. Never give up, man. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so Rob talked about the um, the crew team. So crew team hadn't beaten Cal, uh, you know, a formidable force. Yeah, but by the way, you got the boxing team coming to talk to the crew team around motivation, how to, how That's to move right. forward. So let me set a little context there. So, Go ahead. So Coach Callahan, he's a fantastic coach. So he really, you know, he draws in all his resources. Asked me to come in and speak with the team uh, a little on motivation and, and changing their mindset. So I had that conversation with the team. Uh, there's a, you know, you move towards that what you think, whether it's good for you or not, right? And so one of the things that we used to use in boxing was we used to say uh, we never lose the third round. And what the kids would hear was the word lose. So we converted our mindset and said we always win the third round. And, right. it, and it changed everything. Yeah. Rob. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we Sweet. started having big, cons- uh, yeah. big you know, differences in our third round. So we shared that with the, with the crew team and they have their last 500 meters that they raised. So they actually made some shirts. Uh, they put um, you know, UW boxing on there. And when they got to the end of that uh, 500 meters of their race against Cal, the coxswain yelled out, you know, we always win the third round. Remember the third round. And uh, they actually came back to defeat Cal. uh, And the first time they had done that in in many years. So it was a great success for the crew team. Fantastic program uh, led by Coach Callahan. I was just grateful to at least have a small part of it. So so you know what the beautiful thing about this is, is that you've got a guy here that I'm talking to. Christopher Mendez, he's changing kids' lives, man. He's changing the world for the better. He's taking these young athletes, schooling them in not only leadership, but responsibilities as good corporate citizens, and he's rolling them out to the world. And just another example of how his influence has extended past the University of Washington boxing team into other areas of athletes and other areas of life. So great to have Christopher here today talking to everybody. We're going to do more with him from an interview process later on. It's another podcast, but I wanted to get this out to everybody today, part of my podcast. Well, so. thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. I do want to say acknowledge Rob Hedquist as well because he is a, uh, a mentor now. and a coach for uh, several of our Husky athletes and has done such a phenomenal job changing their lives, their perspective, and giving them insight into life after college. And I really do appreciate that, Rob. And you volunteer in your time to support our Huskies. Um, and I know that means uh, a lot to me. And as a Trojan, That's to right. come That's out right. and support some Huskies and help change their lives, change their mindset, uh, we're grateful. So thank you. Yeah, well, I'm dedicated dedicated to you as my friend, dedicated to helping them out. You know, And I just got to say, you're the only one 
ever in the last 40 years have been able to give me a University of Washington t-shirt. That was University of Washington boxing. So I just want to clear the air there. That's right. But I love you, man. I love what you do. Uh, your ethos is an incredible thing, man, and you're a great man. And so I, I was always so fantastic just to be associated with you. So call you a dear and great friend of mine. So thank you, man. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time today and listening to today's episode. Feel free to leave comments for me on my Facebook page. You can find me at HeadQuistX, or you can direct message me on Instagram at Coach underscore Ronin Awaken. That's Coach underscore R-O-N-I-N-A-W-A-K-E-N. Thanks again, and have a great remainder of the day. Mm-hmm.